good good uh, afternoon. If you're listening in the afternoon or morning, if that's your thing, um, I am sitting here with Miss Mich- Mrs. Malfit um, for the podcast with the principal, um, and let's hope she can stop singing "Fleas on Rats" long enough Never to answer a few questions. Let's start with introduce yourself, your background, and your time in our district. All right. Well, uh, my name is Shell Melfit, and yes, I have fleas on rats going over and over in my brain right now, so uh, we'll try not to bust into song. Um, I am originally from New York, moved all over the world, and somehow landed in Washington because it's the most beautiful place ever. And after a Have you been to Montana before you say that? Yeah, I have. Okay. I know that you have a to Montana, but I mean... It's, it's, there's wide open expanses. Okay. It's, it's lovely, but it's no Washington. Wow. Okay. All right. I need, carry on. I need my salt water. I need to be by an ocean, <laughs> man. Um, yeah. After doing pretty much everything in the world, um, decided on spending the rest of my life being a teacher. Married, kiddo, huh? all the things. And healthy now, right? And finally healthy. Well, she's still got a cough, but I okay. think that's just going to always be there until she's like 48. So. <laughs> that's my boy. That's got, my son. And time in our district. What's our time in our district? So it's my first year here in Fife. Um, even though I feel like I've been working here for a very long time because I've heard nothing but things about Fife. And all those wonderful things you've heard about Fife have been absolutely accurate. Um, uh, just clarification, when you introduced yourself, it was Shell Malfit. Shell Malfit. It is not Michelle Malfay, is that correct? It's not Michelle Malfay. I might bring back Malfay just for you, though, (laughs) Bettis. We might just do it. All right, all right. When did you decide to work in education? You said you went all over the world. Um, I decided to work in education when I realized how much... I would have needed a teacher like me, <laughs> which sounds really, I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything, but I have had the worst experience in school, the absolute worst. Um, I had horrible teachers that they were literally like, here are you know 45 minutes of notes and take them and write them down until your hand cramps and just given no positive reinforcement, no encouragement um, throughout my schooling. And that caused me to be a little bit of a tough kiddo. Um, I hated going to school. I would find any excuse to get out of going to class because it was boring and I never felt like it was a place for me. And um, I got in a little bit of trouble uh, throughout my, my schooling. So, you know, never in a million years did I think I was ever going to be a teacher. Um, I honestly think that, you know, when I have my high school friends that look at me on Facebook and they're like, what? Melvin's literally Yeah, trust me. <laughs> I can relate. Yeah. Um, I took these kids on a field trip when I was working for Department of Natural Resources and I was showing them what a salmon ladder was and I fell in love with these kids and I fell in love with teaching them and just seeing how ex- the excitement and the thrill of learning and it got me super excited and I just remember going home that day and telling my now husband, I'm going to spend now more copious amounts of money to go back and get another master's degree in education. Yeah. <laughs> like that was it. Like I knew it. It was instantaneous. Um, 
yeah, it's, Isn't it's that, for me. You know, that's funny because you know, I've asked this question a few times and it's amazing. There's two reasons a lot of time. It's either a teacher that really inspired you or mm-hmm. a lack of teachers that really inspired you. I wish I had the inspiring teacher. I wish I had that story, <laughs> right? Because no, we get asked that all the time. Like, what was your most inspiring teacher, right? And I always have to say, you know, someone that I work with now. Like, like you know, you. <laughs> ah, I inspire you. All right, I have that officially recorded. I inspire Mrs. Moffat. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is the one thing that students would be... I'm, I'm guessing there are about a million things that students would be surprised <laughs> to find out about you, Mrs. Moffat. Well, besides the fact that, yeah, I was um, always in, in school suspension. Uh, no, I have done... Do you share that much. with students, by the way? I share with them in the beginning of the year how tough it was for me in school. And I always promise them in the beginning of the year that I will do my absolute best to make it the most fun and exciting year I could possibly have. Because I think that kids so often think of teachers as, you know, just these kind of teacher forms of what they think that we should be. And that we love education and we were always good students and we've always followed this kind of protocol throughout our lives and now here we are as teachers. And I think that they need to know that, no, I mean, we were kids too and we failed and we learned and we figured ourselves out and we had to try a bunch of new things so yeah i mean hopefully that's okay to share that with my students no it is and actually like i asked because i asked i i share that with kids all the time and actually i share it with teachers all the time too that i was a little knucklehead kid that got in trouble from time to time but i i i think that like um the key element here is that you still loved learning Right. Oh, I mean, absolutely. At the end of the day, well, you like when you were just saying you were telling your husband, "Here's another more school that I got to go into." Right. So I think that's important to share with kids because I think that they a lot of them feel that exact same way. Hey, I like to learn stuff. I just don't like doing school. Mm-hmm. So um, it's good for them to say that sometimes we didn't like doing school either. So let's work together. So when a kid comes in here and kids in trouble and like it's completely like you just remember yourself doing the exact same thing do you, uh, t- do you say anything or are you do you have to pull like the the tough guy principal act no no are you kidding me i sit and i tell them that exactly what i did i treat you know like <laughs> ki- kids are uh human beings first and i learned early on and actually um one of the one of the teachers at the high school that i worked with uh, two of them actually Howard Hosley, who was my hero, who mm-hmm. was a PE teacher there, he could be himself, and he was the exact same dude with kids as he was with adults, and I watched that. And Mark right. Shelbert, who is still at the high school, total spaz, he used to come into my CAD class and like just be obnoxious and, and show that off. And oh, like you. Like me, like I do <laughs> in your class now. Yeah, exactly. But I honestly, I for me, that opened a door because I thought, you know, for the long, I knew I wanted to be a teacher, but at the same time, I thought it was like, I had to be the image of a teacher. The mold, right? Yes, like yes. the teacher mold, exactly. I mean, that's why for so long too, I'm like, I could never do like really littles because I thought that I would have to have one of those little voices. <laughs> All right, everybody, let's go. And one of my best friends teaches first grade and she is probably the most sarcastic, you know, and she's the exact same way around those itty bitty kids and they get her and they understand her and that's a real teacher. You know, two years, okay, this is probably gonna go on way too long so I'll have to edit some of these things, but. When I was at the uh, elementary school, on my first day, I went around and uh, the principal, we're sitting there having a conversation just like this, and we b- were about to go into a classroom and introduce ourselves and let them know that we're doing that. And I go, yeah, I'm cool with that. I can 
like just talk you know right. and she walks into the classroom and she goes good morning boys and girls <laughs> and it went oh god so i don't have a teacher voice i don't i don't know right? how the elementary i don't right? know what i'm gonna do so i try to make it up on the spot right there where i was like good morning good and i <laughs> couldn't do that it lilt. yes yeah. i had nothing so uh so anyway and then i found that i spent two years at the elementary and i found being you again like like the best thing that you can do is just be you and kids can because they can through. read through it oh I mean, yes hundred percent they know instantaneously when you are not being real and on the level and i honestly think that that's why teachers when they go into it sometimes they fail within those that first year or two it's because it gets to that point where they're like i've done all of my homework i was a great student i went to school i knew what i was going to be and then i'm going to walk in there and i'm going to be this quote unquote teacher that I think I'm supposed to be and they get walked all over and yeah because I guess you throw up right? <laughs> right if you can you can look at hey I did this engagement strategy I did this formative assessment I should be able to do that but right. honestly those things can happen organically and they're so much more powerful right right um, well, we don't get any more questions. Our time is up. <laughs> okay. We've got the, Tell the me intro. <laughs> we'll just zip through the last ones. What makes a good day at school for you? This is funny. I was just talking to um, the kiddos that came into my room to interview me yesterday. It's a very big interview week for Miss Melfit. Yeah. Um, You're a big deal. That one thing that I know makes a great day is when by the end of the day, my cheeks hurt from smiling so much. And I have my voices and my voices and raspy because I've been like yelling at kids. My voice is raspy because we've been laughing so much. I mean, that is a great day. We spend the majority of our days with our kids, right? Like, let's face it, more than our family members, more than our friends. Like, we spend the majority of our lives without our kids. Why not make it the best experience that we can? It's exactly why I bounce around right. here like a fool right? and give kids high fives because it's like, fun. Make it fun, not? yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. and it's not even making it fun. Like, it is amazing i mean it is the greatest job in the world we get to not only impart knowledge but we get to have we get to be big kids while doing it yeah you betcha all right what's the best thing about being a teacher you kind of answered that one there well yes but obviously what's your uh, obviously it's it's incredible and it's a lot of fun but um one thing that i remember like kind of why i got into education as well something that made me think about it um i had a lot of issues with things that i saw that were going around in the world um, things happening in the world, I had some serious issues. And I would sit there and I would gripe about things quite a bit. And I would get annoyed and I would get really agitated. And some wise person asked me, well, what are you going to do about it? Right? So, like, so how do we trace it back? How do we trace back the, the injustices that we see in the world really comes back to people being ignorant, right? To, to people just not having the right information. So what can we do? We can educate, we can start early, we can allow these, we can form and shape minds. I mean, this is the, this is what we're all here to do. And therefore we can change the world. Yeah, right? I mean, and I see that, speaking of which, I'm looking at this next question. Go ahead um, and knock it out, I don't even the, have to ask you. The book that it. I'm reading right now, um, I actually recommended this book to my students and it's called Be a Game Changer. And it's about, the first steps that you can do to start changing the world and forming it into the place that you want it to be. And so often our students don't think that they have that ability and they absolutely do. They think just because of their age, they, they can't do it. And honestly, adults do too. Like, let's face it. Like, what can I do? Just a little old me to be able to make the world a better place and change the world. 
and we're, we're doing a little book study, being a game changer with my students, um, and they're realizing that they have, you know, so much at their fingertips to be able to do it. And starting out small and making these teeny little steps and how things can spread like wildfire. And even throughout our school, how, you know, certain things that are spoken of in the classroom, all of a sudden they're talking about it at, at lunch. And all of a sudden I'm hearing, you know, kids from, I don't even have them as students are coming up and asking questions. I mean, if that can happen so quickly in a school, why can't that happen on a larger scale, right? So I think it's a pretty powerful thing to just share with kids. And I'm a poetry nerd, so I read a lot of poetry. <laughs> okay, I'm sitting here um, soaking up everything that you're saying there. You go, then you go with poetry. That's the best thing. Uh, okay, well, that's oh, what that's I'm reading. Right. That's what I'm reading right <laughs> that's now. Right. Okay, okay, yeah, gotcha. You're also a poetry nerd. Yeah. Um, we could put that also in this thing that students would be surprised to find out about you. But um, okay, what excites you about being in education right now? I mean, let's face it, everything is is changing at a faster pace than we've ever seen in history, right? And I think for the first time, we're actually thinking students first. I mean, for so long, it's, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to teach how, how we think that we should be teaching and how adults are feeling like we should be doing, how we're going to school and we're learning this, that, and the other. And now we're finally, we're kind of looking at it more student-driven. What are, what, tell me what your needs are as a student having those conversations, finding out that there isn't this, this mold, this one, you know, this, this fit all that applies to every student and actually being able to have people in the field that are excited and flexible to be able to work with students in a different way. To say that, you know, this is the way I teach. No, these are the ways I teach and how it can apply to every student so that every student can be successful and that there are no kids that are just kind of falling through the cracks, I think is huge. Okay, um, last question is, and I'm sure this is gonna be monumental. <clears throat> of course, I'm gonna build it up and then oh, you're gonna no, say, uh, brush your teeth on Tuesdays. Um, oh all right, if you could give one piece of advice to a student, what would you give? I mean, I'm all about passion. I'm all about following. I'm all about following passion. And I'm all about being able to say, if something doesn't work out, try something new and keep going and keep going and keep going. And if you are not able to figure out exactly what you should be or how you should be, it's okay. Life is all about failing forward. Life is all about figuring out what makes you excited and going for it. And I mean, that's kind of how I've tried to live my life. And so far, I think it's kind of worked out, <laughs> but we'll see. Well, it's worked out well. <laughs> see, this was totally fun and super easy. Thank it's you. It's just because you're such a good interviewer. Uh -huh, that's really good. <laughs> <down here. I> <laughs>